This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, October 26th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. From famine to feast with storms. Prop 1 water projects advance. Lawmakers showcase biotech benefits and lots of moving parts on spending package. Curtailment suspended as vineyards flood. Ahead of last weekend's atmospheric river, the state water board temporarily suspended curtailments on the Russian River watershed. This likely offered little to Napa wineries where flooding inundated vineyards and roads. But easing curtailments allowed water managers to sock an additional 13,000 acre feet in Lake Sonoma, bringing it to 60% of average for this time of year, and another 4,000 acre feet in Lake Mendocino, nudging it to nearly 30% of average. Both remain well below last year's storage levels, however. Water projects move closer to final approval. An expansion of the Los Caros Reservoir and a new water reuse project have met a critical deadline to maintain Prop 1 water bond funding. The Water Commission last week approved feasibility studies for both projects. The projects have also drafted environmental documents for review and met certain criteria for outside funding. The expansion project would add 115,000 acre feet of storage to the reservoir with construction set to begin in 2023. The harvest water program, meanwhile, would supply 320,000 acre feet of treated wastewater to irrigate up to 16,000 acres of farmland in Sacramento County. This is an important step in the process of these projects, said Commission Chair Teresa Alvaredo. These applicants have worked hard to get to this point. Two more projects are scheduled to come before the commission in November, while Sites Reservoir and two others will be on the agenda for the December meeting. House Ag puts focus on biotech. The Biden administration is planning to use the upcoming International Climate Conference to promote the potential of agriculture to make food production more resilient. And in that vein, two House Agriculture subcommittees are holding a hearing today that will feature supporters of the use of biotechnology to improve agricultural productivity. Fanley Cho, the American Seed Trade Association's Vice President for Scientific Affairs and Policy, and Elena Rice, Chief Scientific Officer at animal biotech firm Genus PLC, are on the witness list, along with Jack Bobo, CEO of food consulting firm Futurity, and John Oatley, an expert on animal genomics at Washington State University. ASTA says Joe will discuss opportunities and challenges associated with the latest plant breeding innovations, including gene editing. Bobo is the former spokesperson for biotech company Entrexon and served four years on the board of Aqua Bounty, which developed a genetically engineered salmon approved by FDA in 2015 after a 20-year review process. It was the first GE animal to be approved. Dems look to finalize deal. A key Senate Democrat, West Virginia Joe Manchin, expressed optimism yesterday that he could reach an agreement with his colleagues this week on a final version of President Biden's Build Back Better Act. 
Manchin declined to go into detail with reporters about the talks, saying there will still a lot of moving parts. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, the New York Democrat, declared that Democrats, quote, are on track to finish the bill. It's expected to range between $1.5 and $2 trillion. Lawmakers blast Danone decision to drop organic farms. Four northeastern lawmakers are asking the CEOs of Danone and Danone North America to reconsider the termination of contracts with 89 organic dairy farms. The farms were informed in August by Danone subsidiary Horizon Organic that they could renew their contracts through August 2022, but that Danone would not be purchasing their milk after that. Danone has said high transportation costs led to the decision. The lawmakers, all Democrats, include Representative Shelley Pingree and Jared Golden of Maine, Peter Welch of Vermont, and Annie Custer of New Hampshire. By all accounts, your decision to sever the contracts of these 89 farms was based solely on maximizing profits, regardless of the devastating consequences for the families and communities you cast aside, and despite the reputational benefits and profit you gleaned from their work, the lawmakers said in a letter. The decision has already been criticized by groups representing organic farmers. Here's today's He Said It. These are tough issues, and the longer they are put off, the more intractable they will become. That Cal Matters columnist Dan Walters, in urging the Newsom administration to take more decisive action for long-term water supply issues. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, October 26th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.